Uh, earlier today, breaking news out of the tennis world, uh, New Zealand's Artem Sitak is calling it time on his career after the ASB Classic. And that will depend how far he and Ruben Statham go in the doubles. Artem Sitak joins me right now. Happy New Year, Artem. Hey, Happy New Year. <laughs> Man, uh, how hard was the decision to say, I don't want to play tennis anymore, I'm done? You know, um, I played uh, for so long and I always thought my goal, uh, I, and I said it to everyone, was to play until I'm 45 years old and everybody was kind of laughing at me. And I was convinced that I'll be able to do it and that I'll never be able to make that decision to stop professional tennis because that's all I knew all my life. Mm-hmm. But then uh, this last year, the 2023, um, I gave it absolutely all to uh, come back in the rankings. I started about 130 in the world, and I thought that, you know, I'll, I'll come back to the 280, to the ATP 250s, and uh, everything will be will be fine. And um, it just, uh, you know, didn't happen to me throughout the year. Um, uh, I had one challenger win, which was great, but I uh, couldn't really um, uh, keep going uh, winning. So um, the decision... After Davis Cup, actually, around September, October time, um, was that easy? I was, I was just, uh, after some tournaments, just thinking, you know what? I think it's time. I think it's time. And uh, the ASB Classics coming up in January. And uh, then we have Davis Cup in, at the ASB. Uh, so that might be my perfect way to say goodbye to professional tennis. And, uh, yeah, that's, uh, I wasn't picked for Davis Cup team, but... Uh, I get to say goodbye at the ASB um, in a 250 event uh, at home, and that feels absolutely wonderful. When you've spent so much time grinding out on the on the tour, is it a sense of relief and and a sense of being at peace with yourself that you've given it everything when you call quits? Yes, yes, and that's um, exactly it's ex- exactly how I feel because I gave it absolutely all. And if uh, if uh, the people that know me. Uh, they were absolutely shocked to find out that I'm that I'm stopping because they know how much I love tennis and how much I love uh, playing and traveling and just the whole idea of the professional tennis and um, and they were actually everybody's really surprised in finding out that I'm 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 actually happy to do it right now and I feel like it's the perfect time to do it right now and I always said that I want to end uh, playing well. Uh, that's my that's my big thing um, is that uh, and and I feel like I'm playing maybe one of my best tennis that throughout my whole life you know uh, right now and I feel wonderful and uh, this is uh, this is the perfect time to do it. Where did the tennis journey begin for you? Oh, I started playing uh, when I was six years old and I fell in love with with the sport. Um, and then uh, I uh, moved away from my country of birth, which, which is uh, uh, right now is a is not a it's not a good country. It's Russia. I was yeah, born yeah. in Russia. So, that's okay. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I yeah, that's a separate. That's definitely a separate issue. My, yeah. my wife is Ukrainian, and we've been we've been uh, supporting Ukraine for. Uh, many years and uh, in the in their fight for freedom, but that's a different uh, yeah. that's a different conversation. Completely. Uh, so yeah, and then I, I uh, left uh, Russia. When I was 12, 12 years old. Um, I lived uh, all over the world: France, uh, U.S., Germany, and then um, ended up in New Zealand. Uh, made made the move to New Zealand in two thousand ten. Uh, became a New Zealand citizen, and uh, probably that was probably the best decision I've ever made in my life. 
and I'm so grateful for um, you know becoming New Zealand citizen, representing New Zealand for so long in Davis Cup. Uh, I played for 13 years. Uh, was always available for Davis Cup, no matter what, no matter what the schedule is, no matter where we played. Um, that was uh, that was always one of my, one of my best memories is uh, Davis Cup. Um, and uh, yeah, the long journey that's uh, coming to an end. <laughs> well, you you give me the impression that. Every day on the tennis court for you was an adventure. That yes, there was the grind. Yes, there was the travel. Yes, there was the maybe not the success that you wanted, but that never got in your way of enjoying it. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, professional tennis is mostly heartbreaks and tough moments because uh, we do lose every week unless we win the tournament. But there's only one winner every week, so it's it's most likely ending in a disappointment every turkey you play. And that's very difficult mentally to surpass that and get over that. And um, that's why a lot of people, you know, can't handle it. And even, you know, good players, they maybe quit early or they don't um, look at the adversity, uh, you know, can, can handle the adversity that well. And I've had some obviously very tough moments throughout my career. And, uh, I can tell you stories about the <laughs> the great moments that I had. But it's going to take hours. I think I should write a book about that. What was one of your great moments? Let's just jump in there quickly. What was one of your great moments in tennis that will will, that will last forever for you? Well, my, my best story about the great moment in tennis, which shows you what professional tennis is all about, is uh, back in 2015, I started playing doubles for years uh, i was trying to break uh, into the double you know the 250 events and it was a struggle i couldn't get a partner i couldn't get uh, um didn't know where to go didn't know where to get in so i was about 140 in the world and back at that time uh wimbledon had qualifying so i managed to find somebody and get into wimbledon qualifying um so i'm super excited first I'm playing a slam, even though it's qualifying. Uh, I lose the first round. And that's when, uh, obviously, we were living in New Zealand, and I've been away from home. My wife was uh, uh, in New Zealand working, and I've been away for four or five months because I've been traveling and playing in Europe. And I lose the first round at Wimbledon, very close. And I, I call her, I call my wife, and I say, hey, so uh, here's the deal. So the next tournament is in one week. It's a challenger. It's a small challenger. Back to challengers. Um there is a possibility for me to get into an ATP event in three weeks um, because the might drop, uh, but it's definitely not sure. Uh, I can come back home right now uh, because we haven't seen it for four months, uh, but that means I won't be able, in case I get into that ATP event in Europe, I won't be able to play it. And I really want, I actually thought that she'll tell me, yeah, of course, come back. I haven't seen you in four months and all that. But she was like super firm. She's like, well, we go through all this struggle all this hustle, and now that you have a chance, even a small chance, to play at 250, well, you might as well stay and take that chance. And I was surprised, but I said, okay, well, it makes sense. Okay, I'll stay, I'll keep going, uh, I'll keep fighting. So the week after that, I'm supposed to play a challenge with my partner. He gets hurt. So I'm playing with somebody else. I'm losing in a small challenge to a, to a local uh, junior wildcard as coach. That is absolutely insane and if you look at that coach's resume the only match he's ever won the challenger circuit was against me that week (laughs) then my partner came back after an injury we're playing another challenger and he gets uh after an injury like he's not it's not amazing we'll lose again first round so again two rounds 
And then I'm deciding to just, and because I'm also out of money and all that, I'm adding, you know what, there's an ATP next week, but we're not sure to get in. I'm just going to go play uh, uh, money tournaments somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I go do that. I come play it. And we end up getting, getting into that tournament. Uh, where I'm coming back. I'm super exhausted after the after playing some money events. And guess what? We won the 250. <laughs> and that was that was Stuttgart 250, my first ATP win. Oh, man, yeah. It's just about do it, keeping the grind. If there is one player, one memorable moment uh, against a player, who would that player be? Oh, I think it had to be, even though we lost that match, I played Nadal in Doha. Uh, I think it was 2015 or 16, I remember the year. Um, and uh, me and Benjamin Becker, uh, who I played this Open with and Australian Open with, and we made her down the Australian Open. In Doha, we played uh, Nadal. And that's another one. I get in, I was in New Zealand. I wasn't expecting to get into Doha. I was getting ready for the ASB Classic. Back then, I was still the Heineken. Um, and I get a message on a Friday. Uh, that I'm in Doha, and that's a long trip to go to Doha. And I just say, sign me up, I'm in, I'm going, I'm flying. So I flew to Doha all the way across the world for one week, and we play, uh, we, we, I think the first season, I think they retired first round, and then we play Nadal second round. And that was an amazing experience, obviously, playing Nadal in a match. And we lost like 10-7 in the third, very close. She thought that we should have won that match. Uh, and that was to play Djokovic in the final doubles. <laughs> <laughs> and then flying back to all after that. Oh, man. I mean, it's been, you, you probably could tell stories all day. What's next? What do you do now? Once, once it's all over, what's next for RTM Tech? Yep. Uh, so I'm going uh, with UK. Uh, I'm sorry, with my wife to the K. Uh, I'm going to be the head of a, a small tennis academy in Newquay, Cornwall. Uh, my friends um, that I knew for a very long time, I actually stayed with them during Wimbledon, my first year that I played Wimbledon. They are the owners of the academy, so I just contacted them when I made the decision and asked if they need me, and they were super excited. And uh, right now, just in the process of getting the visa and uh, just starting uh, starting the uh, coaching there. Um the thing is, like, we had to be in Europe. That was kind of non-discussable, non-negotiable, <laughs> again, because of the war in Ukraine. Yep. And uh, my wife needs to go back to Ukraine several times a year to help. So coming, going there from New Zealand is yep. literally, like, going to take four days. So um, that's why we were looking for a base in Europe, and that's where we're going to be. Fantastic. Artem, thank you for giving me your time. I know you've got prep to do with that doubles match with Ruben tonight. Make sure that he's not practicing with his shirt yeah. off, because we know he likes to keep, we're taking yeah. his shirt off all the time. I, th- I, I think he will. And... Uh, yeah, Ruben got uh, you know he he got seven kilos of muscle in the off season, so he's going to be hitting some big oh, shots tonight. Oh God, you can just see it, can't you? <laughs> hey, Artem, thanks for being a, a magnificent representative for New Zealand, and uh, and just being a good a good bugger all round. Go get him tonight, mate, and enjoy retirement. Cheers, mate. Yeah, looking forward to it.